Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health, nutrition, brain performance coach, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for helping you guys to learn how to use nutrition as a tool to feel, look, and do your absolute best. Guys, today we are talking about feeling better, and what a better day than Friday, right? Um, If you do work Monday to Friday and take weekends off, at least one day off, in any way, you know, Friday probably feels a little bit easier for you, a little bit more chill and light, um, because, you know, most of the world, we do take more time off, we do rest more over the weekend, and so Friday, it always feel has this, like, jolly feeling. It's not like, you know, we're leaving for Friday, but it just always does have this lighter feeling, right? So you can actually amplify that jolly, um, satisfied, peaceful um, feeling with food, with nutrition, or you can make it harder for you to relax, to let it go, to enjoy life, to, you know, just be fine instead of getting after it. If you're someone like myself who is into achieving goals and, uh, changing something in this world, working on your vision, working on your mission, right? You might be, you might find it harder to let it go more often and just relax, just be fine and happy with the moment. And believe it or not, again, nutrition can help you with that. And it has to do with the amount of serotonin and endorphins we are making in our brain and in our body. And some of it is genetic. Some of it we do inherit how much, what kind of brain chemistry, so to speak, we have and how much of serotonin or endorphin or how easy it is for us to produce it or maybe how many receptors we have or how well they work. Uh, very often, though, we abuse these systems with our modern-day nutrition and lifestyle and we deplete the capacity of our body and brain either to produce those chemicals that make us feel good, like serotonin and endorphins. We either reduce the capacity of our body, of our brain, produce them with our lifestyle and nutrition choices, um, or for some reason, we abuse the system. Somehow we abuse the system, maybe with, again, junky food, uh, maybe with alcohol, maybe with somebody drugs, uh, maybe with unmanaged stress. And our receptors, so our whole system just gets out of balance. And in order to bring it back to balance, well, first of all, guys, of course, you need to look at your life overall, holistically, and see whether you might be experiencing too much stress. It's not necessarily objectively too much stress, but maybe it feels for you like too much stress. And that makes it totally objective for you, right? So first you need to look where you can manage such stress, maybe let things go, let people go, maybe sometimes even change job, you know, if your job makes you unhappy every day, like, why would you keep it? Um, Yeah, I mean, pay the bills, but then try to find a way out of it. Eventually, don't just stay there, changing nothing, just accepting this misery as the state of your life, right? So change things. And again, it doesn't have to be overnight. It doesn't have to be right away, but take some action every day to change the situation. So that's about stress levels. Uh, then if you have problems 
with your hormones, then, or maybe you also have legitimate imbalances in the way your brain works, then you got to address those. I'm not offering miracles here. But more than not, in our modern world, people, we, we screw up our own brain and body chemistry ourselves with our nutrition and lifestyle choices. And a huge thing about it is we are not taught. Otherwise, it's not a part of world tradition. You're not taught that it's cool. Very often, you we all hear confusing messages and nutrition and health science are quite honestly new and young. And there is a lot of controversial information, not just because people have different opinions, but because there is uh, not so much high quality research that can tell you for sure, okay, you do this thing and you'll be fine, right? So there is a lot of inconclusive evidence, a lot of inconclusive research, and then uh, everybody picks up their favorite piece of information and runs with it. And a lot of people have, you know, PhDs and medical degrees, and but but they are still people, you know, and we don't have perfect science, and they have mis- and they make mistakes, and but then they have like thousands and thousands of people who follow them and follow their advice, and it's the wrong thing. So the point is, the environment doesn't help, <laughs> but but also we just make the wrong kind of choices, even though we do know that we should eat more fruit, more vegetables, more whole food. We still eat candy bars and breakfast cereals and all this processed white bread and pasta. And we think, well, it's it's not a big deal, especially if you don't struggle with weight that much uh, and with your health, you're like, oh, it's not a big deal. But it is a big deal because, guys, it changes your biochemistry, it changes your brain chemistry. And so if you're feeling not that happy or it's hard for you to celebrate things, small things, daily things, or let go and be at peace, be satisfied, and smile and laugh more often. It's though If those things are hard for you, chances are you're running low on serotonin and endorphins, and there are a few things that you might start doing that will help you to bring your levels up, uh, even if not all the way up, uh, becoming the happiest, the most cheerful person uh, in the world, then just up and just feel better. And that already will feel like a lot for you, a lot of goodness, right? So my example, uh, for a while, I've been doing intermittent fasting when I wouldn't eat anything really till 12 p.m., sometimes later. And I felt fine. I didn't feel like it was affecting me a lot. But in the morning, I would feel a little bit more stressed. Not a lot. Not that I, you know, could put a finger in it like I'm overstressed and anxious. No. But just more on, over, on, on the edge a little bit, right? And then also, it, it was harder for me to relax and let go. And I just felt a little bit more tense. And I thought, well, maybe because, you know, I'm building this new entrepreneurial thing, this coaching, this is a new niche of coaching, and it's a lot of work, not a lot of success at first, you know, a lot of trial and error. And of course, that does add stress onto my plate, uh, not the one that I can't manage, but it, but you can feel it, right? We don't like to be challenged and not succeeding all of the time, so especially if our livelihood depends on it and we have people depending on us, right? And I thought, well, maybe that was it. 
But then I, you know, was reading more and more literature about how our brain works and how a lot of neurotransmitters like serotonin, a lot of molecules like endorphins, they do require protein to be made. And if I eat it just once a day or a couple of times per day later in the day and throughout my whole, my most active part of the day, I'm an early person, I wake up by, you know, 4.35 a.m., I'm always up. And then, so if I eat my protein first time, like at 2 p.m., it's quite a big chunk of my most active part of the day where my brain isn't getting any of those amino acids, proteins that are needed to create hormones, the happy ones and the ones that makes us feel motivated and driven. And so I'm like, let me try adding that protein. Plus, they say it's much better for body composition, for satiety levels, to balance your blood sugar overall throughout the day, your hunger levels, you'll sleep better. So there were, there is a lot of research saying that having protein early in the day, not like right when you wake up, but you know, maybe two hours, two, three hours after you wake up, having protein then, it's probably a good idea. And if you do, and if you have breakfast for sure, protein should be there. So like, let me try that. And I introduced protein, um, sometimes it's sardines and tuna, sometimes eggs and, and tuna. Like I like those things because they don't require me to cook anything. I usually buy canned sardines and tuna, uh, eggs, you know, boiling them takes no work at all. So I started eating that protein, about 30-35 grams total, and then an avocado that has a lot of healthy fats, of antioxidants like vitamin E, also potassium, major body's electrolyte, and fiber. So avocados are great and also require no cooking. I'm like, okay, let me add this to my mix of protein, this to like protein and especially fatty fish and avocado, they mix really well together when it comes to nutrition and when it comes to digestion. Most people, I've never met actually a person who wouldn't tolerate and feel better after this breakfast, right? So I I decided to have that in the morning, usually around 10 a.m. And in just a couple of days, I can tell you that I'm already feeling more chill and more relaxed. And I'm still motivated and driven to do all the things But then also, at the end of my day, I'm like, you know, that's enough. You did a lot, and you did a great job. Not everything worked out, but that's not in your sphere of control. You can only control your actions and effort, not what you get on the other side, right? And then the next day, you got to try again. You learn from what you did yesterday. You take what's working and disregard the rest, and you continue, right? And it's just... The vibe of my whole day changed. Like, you know, it's easier for me to celebrate and to laugh and and to have fun. I was like, you know, it might be working. The research and what they write in the books might be the truth. And serotonin, guys, specifically serotonin and endorphins, those two molecules in our brain that make us feel good and satisfied and well, they do require actually a lot of protein. Endorphins specifically require, I believe, 13 to 15 amino acids and animal-based foods, they have all the amino acids um, just because they're also, you know, come from animal. They're like us. So they have very similar profile nutritionally, so to speak, when it comes to um, the products that are made of animals. When it comes to plant-based foods, not the same. You don't get all the amino acids and they're not in the ideal for our body composition. So 
um, not the like the, not the best kind of protein when it comes to the usage for our health and also the availability, the absorption, etc. So that's why animal-based protein, you know, it's just different. It has many more amino acids. And again, just endorphins require like 13, 15 amino acids to, to make them. And if you like those, then guess what? You're not making a lot of uh, endorphins and just animal products are more effective into delivering those amino acids also. And then serotonin, there is specific amino acid that we need, tryptophan, to make serotonin, to make 5-HP and then make serotonin. Then there are vitamins and minerals involved in that also. But the point is, if you don't get tryptophan that is most abundantly found in things like turkey, chicken, lean meat of turkey, chicken, pork, and beef, um, also tofu might be a good source of tryptophan, but it's not that good for other reasons because it actually um, changes hormonal environment and for a lot of people going to trigger uh, gut and immunity. So might not be the best option for everyone, right? Um, so I would stick with animal products. Eggs are also quite good source, but the problem with that is in even in the richest sources, tryptophan, um, there is less of it. And when it's mixed with other amino acids, um, it's harder for that specific amino acid needed for serotonin to cross blood-brain barrier. And so to override this, to overcome that, what actually is really helpful to deliver that tryptophan into our brain, crossing blood-brain barrier, not being closed among other amino acids, exercise actually helps because exercise makes a lot of other amino acids required for muscle synthesis, maintenance, etc. And they go directly into our muscle tissues. And tryptophan is the one that seems to be not that useful in our muscles and it goes easier into our brain when all the other amino acids used for exercise. So uh, neuroscience, neuroscientists, uh, they say researchers who do all different kinds of experiments on the brain and cognitive and mental health and performance, they say that exercise, that's why exercise might be actually making us happy, not so much for endorphins, because actually you have to exercise pretty freaking intensely to get, you know, runners high or uh, get a lot of endorphins flowing. And even then they're not long lasting. But for serotonin, exercise seems to be the great thing to push that tryptophan into our brain where it can be made into serotonin. And you don't need to do super intense exercise. You just need to move. And that's why breakfast and movement before or right after breakfast might be a really great idea for you to bring your serotonin levels up and feel chiller and happier and less concerned with things that might be wrong uh, in the environment in our world overall, right? So exercise... 20, 30, I recommend go for at least 30 grams of protein for breakfast with animal-based protein that delivers good amount of tryptophan and, you know, movement and oxygen also seems to be very important for serotonin um, synthesis in our brain, exercise, protein, and 
you might just start feeling like I do peaceful, chill, but at the same time ready to go and work on things, but without this additional edge or stress, right? So I'm definitely leaving my protein in my breakfast and it seems to be working for body composition too. I am getting leaner even though I'm not changing a lot in my diet and my hunger levels are so much less during the day and I'm just so much more productive. So good for many things, it seems. So I'm keeping my protein for breakfast. But I do also need to tell you guys that I do finish my food pretty early. So by 6 p.m. I'm usually always finished. And so from 6 p.m. to 10 a.m. I don't eat. And that's another like, what, 16 hours of fasting, still a lot, but you know, much less than 18 or 20. Seems to make a huge difference for me. Serotonin also, guys, dependent on light. It's one of very few neurotransmitters who are very light sensitive. And that's why a lot of people get uh, mood, what is it, um, seasonal mood disorder or something like that. Basically, when we live in the area in the world where in winter it's darker and we get much less sun, people start having much darker moods. And the reason for that is actually a pretty good reason. Serotonin is sensitive to light. And if we don't get outside uh, in the morning, in the afternoon, uh, or we get outside and there is not plenty of light, you know, maybe a lot of clouds or maybe it's winter and uh, we get outside when it's dark or just you know, not not that much light in general in our environment. And that will reduce the amount of serotonin produced in the brain. And that will reduce our, or lessen the amount of happy feelings that we experience every day. So what can you do if you can't move to Mexico like I did? I'm thinking of keeping sunny destinations on my schedule uh, all the time, maybe not in Mexico, but definitely not going to be staying in winter destinations for long without time anytime soon, because it does affect uh, my happiness also and well-being a lot, right? If you can't move to a sunny destination, then you definitely want to get outside for at least an hour overall throughout your day. The first hour of your week and first hour of sunrise is, of course, especially beneficial. Um, but then anytime in the day, just try to get as much natural light outside as possible because by the windows, again, windows block some of that light, doesn't work that well. If you don't have that ability, get one of those daylight simulating natural light lamps, 10,000 LUX, and for at least an hour a day, put it somewhere where you work on your you know, desk uh, or somewhere where you know your eyes can register that can be influenced by play but that light and have this light therapy box or lamp right there and it will also help it's not the same as light outside because light outside can get as bright as 100,000 lux right on a sunny day and that lamp only goes to 10,000 and it's a different spectrum. Again, just not the same. You can't simulate sun uh, by the lamp, unfortunately, not yet. Maybe sometime in the future. So get that lamp and use it and see how that affects your serotonin levels and your mood and your ability to celebrate and to feel better and to feel chill. Just enjoy your life more and feel less on edge because it doesn't help, guys. This edge, it doesn't help you to achieve. It just... Helps you to feel stressed. I know that. 
I've been kind of on both sides. You can achieve just as much by feeling happy. Um, our drive, our motivation to get after things, when we are healthy, it's just a natural thing. And feeling happy can also be a natural thing when we know how to modify our food and our environment to allow our brain, our body to produce that serotonin and those endorphins. Endorphins, by the way, what's up with the endorphins? You know, I'm talking about endorphins, those happy molecules. Well, endorphins are um, produced, again, from eating protein. So by eating enough protein for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner, you're already going to be supplying your body with a lot of um, building material to make those endorphins. And then movement helps with endorphins. Um, also, yoga, meditation helps with endorphins endorphins, um, not eating sugary stuff that actually spikes your cortisol, your stress hormones that makes your adrenal glands work more, right? Not eating white sugar, um, processed flour, not uh, eating fried foods, all the processed, you know, foods in general, not eating all of that, that will help with serotonin production because uh, eating all of that actually, again, blocks or downregulates your serotonin and, and your endorphins, or they just waste it elsewhere, not maintaining your happy state of mind. So eating junk food, especially regularly every day, relying on caffeine, on candy, um, every, you know, <clears throat> three times a day, sometimes people, people rely on that, drinking alcohol to relax, all of that will make your serotonin production and maintained levels are not where you want them to be. So yeah, for a moment of drinking alcohol or eating the sweets, you might feel better, but this moment not going to be long-lasting. And overall, you're going to feel worse and worse because you are down-regulating your own production of the most powerful happy hormones, quote-unquote, they're not really hormones, um, serotonin, endorphins, right? So eat protein for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's the takeaway. Eat animal protein, um, fish, chicken, eggs, um, things like cottage cheese or Greek yogurt, um, of course, without sugar and with natural live bacteria for your microbiome. <clears throat> Eat protein, exercise, move, expose yourself to a lot of natural light, and of course, sleep on schedule, sleep well, and you'll be on your way to boosting those happy hormones. By the way, cacao products without sugar they are also amazing for your serotonin and your endorphins. But please eat them without sugar. Otherwise, it will spike your cortisol and your other stress hormones and your blood sugar going to go all over the place. And those are not great news for sustained long-term levels of serotonin and endorphins, right? So go for cacao products, 100% chocolate, 90% chocolate at least, um, eating cacao to your yogurts or um, having, I don't know, hot, hot non-sugary uh, chocolate. Uh, all of that also will help. But eat your protein first, exercise, expose yourself to light, and you'll start feeling much better. Do it consistently for a week at least, and let me know how you do. I'm sure it's going to work quite well for you as long as you identify yourself as a human being. If you have any questions about your specific meal plan and what might be missing there, because even for serotonin, guys, I didn't mention that. 
but you need all the B vitamins and minerals like zinc and magnesium and calcium. They all got to be present and omega-3 fatty acids, right? So it all works in a system. So it's got to be present in your system too. Um, if you need more advice about your meal plan, about what might be missing, if you're feeling blah, if you're, if it's hard for you to let go, if you're anxious, overwhelmed, stress on the edge, the reason might be, again, in your diet, in your lifestyle that brings this chemical imbalance in your brain. Imbalance that makes you just not feel good. So reach out, ask questions, eat your protein for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and Till next time, as usual, eat better daily.